Hello this is Tanishka from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday the 7th of March. India recorded 4362 new COVID-19 cases and 66 linked deaths in the last 24 hours. The total COVID tally stood at over 4 crore 29 lakh while the death toll crossed 5 lakh 15000. As per the health ministry active cases comprise 0.13% of the total infections while the national covid recovery rate has improved to 98.68% so far india has administered over 178 crore covid-19 vaccinations of which over 4 lakh 80000 doses were given in the last 24 hours Globally, COVID-19 has infected over 440 million people, claiming the lives of over 5.9 million. Meanwhile, China recorded 526 new COVID-19 cases on Sunday, which is its highest single-day count in 2 years. China follows a strict zero-tolerance approach in dealing with outbreaks. Today the 7th and last phase of voting for Uttar Pradesh assembly elections was conducted a voter turnout of 46% till 3 pm was recorded this final phase will cover 54 assembly seats with 613 candidates in the fray the polls were held in 9 districts namely varanasi that is the prime minister's parliamentary constituency azamgarh mau Jaunpur, Ghazipur, Chandauli, Mirzapur, Bhadori and Sonbhadra. The count of eligible voters in these districts is 2.06 crores. From the 54 assembly seats, 11 have been reserved for the scheduled castes while 2 are reserved for the scheduled tribes, the Indian Express reported. Union Minister and Apna Dal Chief Anupriya Patel after casting her vote in Mirzapur stated that she was assured of NDA's win in all the 5 seats of the constituency ANI reported on the other hand congress leader ajay rai told ANI that compared to previous elections the voter turnout in the polling booths in varanasi seemed less this time around he cited inadequate arrangements at the booth as the cause for smaller queues Listeners with Yogi Adityanath's government flaunting the action it took against what it calls buildings linked to the mafia my colleagues Akanksha Kumar and Shivangi Saxena visited Mau where several traders alleged that a particular community had been targeted in an unlawful manner under the pretext of action against gangster turned politician Mukhtar Ansari Do read their report on newslaundry.com titled Will Yogi Adityanath's bulldozer lead to the BJP to victory in UP? Listeners, our team of reporters and producers were on the ground in the poll bound states in order to catch the pulse of the voters and thereby bring you a comprehensive account of issues that truly matter. You can check out the reportage under the Assembly Elections 2022 tab on our website www.newslaundry.com. To continue bringing you stories such as these, we need your support. We don't depend on ads from the government or corporations. We're a reader-funded ad-free organization focused on bringing you news that is of public interest. Help us keep the spirit of independent news alive. 
Go to newslaundry.com and hit the red subscribe button on the top right corner of your screen. Lowest subscription starts at rupees 300 only. The Supreme Court expressed serious concerns today regarding fake medical certificates being issued by doctors thereby enabling the ex gratia compensation to people who don't fall in that category live law reported the top court was hearing a plea filed by advocate gorav bansal the bench comprising justices mr shah and bv nagaratna observed that it might order an independent probe into the issue Solicitor General Tushar Mehta representing the union government highlighted the issue of fake medical certificates in the court and further marked the fixation of an outer time limit for submitting claims saying that otherwise the process would go on endlessly further on Mehta said that relaxations given by the supreme court are being misused in certain cases the bench agreed on the outer time limit for submission of claims Justice Shah said and I quote there must be some time limit otherwise the process will go endlessly even for 5 6 years what is worrying is the fake certificate given by doctors it is a very serious thing unquote Justice Shah further sought suggestions from senior advocate R Basant representing the state of Kerala the matter has been adjourned to next monday Earlier the court had approved the ex gratia compensation of rupees 50000 for the kin of people who lost their lives due to covid-19 as suggested by the national disasters management authority which is to be paid by the states from the state disaster response fund Maharashtra minister and NCP leader Nawab Malik was sent to 14 day judicial custody by a special PMLA court in Mumbai today in connection with a money laundering case Malik will remain in judicial custody till March 21st Livement reported on February 23rd he was arrested by the enforcement directorate in connection with a money laundering case linked to gangster Daud Ibrahim and his aides Today the NCP leader was produced before special judge R N Rokhre at the end of his ED remand the court sent him in judicial custody as no further remand was sought by the probe agency ED's case is based on an FIR filed by the National Investigation Agency against Ibrahim and others The special PMLA court had earlier extended the enforcement directorate's custody of Malik till March 7th. Last week, Malik had moved the Bombay High Court with a plea seeking to quash the case lodged against him and also to direct the ED to declare his arrest as illegal. Amit Desai, the defense lawyer in the case, hit out at the ed by arguing in court today that the agency had said that the terror funding by the minister to hasina parkar was rupees 5 lakh as against rupees 55 lakh in the first application which was due to a typing error meanwhile nawab malik has issued a legal notice to the times of india threatening a rupees 100 crore defamation suit against the paper over a report which claimed that the ed's probe against maharashtra's minority affairs minister has expanded to include the dealings of a gujarat based firm which exported cng cylinders to pakistan and west asia 
The Election Commission of India announced today that the elections for 13 Rajya Sabha seats will be held on 31st March 2022. NDTV reported. These 13 seats are spread across six states, with five seats in Punjab, three in Kerala, two in Assam, and one each in Himachal Pradesh, Tripura, and Nagaland. The upper house elections are to be conducted on account of the forthcoming retirement of several leaders, such as Anand Sharma, A.K. Anthony, Pratap Singh Bajwa, and Naresh Gujral. As per a report in the Financial Express, the result of the Rajya Sabha elections in these five states might have a bearing on the presidential election and can also usher in changes in the upper house of parliament. A decline in the BJP seat tally in the current poll-bound states may affect the presidential polls. The president is elected by voting from a total of 776 MPs from both Lok Sabha and Rajya Sabha, along with 4,120 MLAs from all states and the union territories. Amid the continued invasion of Ukraine by the Russian military forces, the Russian Defense Ministry today informed that it will hold fire and open up humanitarian corridors for the transport of Ukrainians to Russia and Belarus, its ally. This act was immediately dismissed by Kyiv as an immoral stunt on the end of the Russian administration, Reuters reported. Russia's defense ministry said that the corridors will be opened in Kyiv, Kharkiv, Mariupol and Sumy, where there are around 700 Indians, mostly students, waiting to be rescued. The corridors are reportedly being set up at the personal request of French President Emmanuel Macron. This announcement comes two days after failed attempts at a ceasefire for the evacuation of civilians from Mariupol, the city currently under siege. On account of relentless bombardments, thousands of people are still trapped there without food and water. A spokesperson for Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky told Reuters, and I quote, This is one of the problems that is causing the humanitarian corridors to break down. They seem to agree with them, but they themselves want to supply humanitarian aid for a picture on TV and want the corridors to lead in their direction. As per the UN civilian death toll data on hostilities in Ukraine, 364 Ukrainian civilians have lost their lives, which includes over 20 children. Officials, however, have acknowledged that this data might just be a fraction of the true toll. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you are listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.